Hello, everyone. I'm Liza. I'm Kurt. And this is the Parent Skills Podcast. So we are staying on track, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. with our on-track parenting series with this podcast. So we are nearing the end as we are in five. Yes. Wow. Intro to then all the phases and stages, and now we're in the stage of a high schooler. Oh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they are on their well on their way to adulthood at this yes, stage of life. You're and almost at the end. We've got one of our resident experts, one of our youth pastors with us yes. today. Very excited. Should we just should that be it? Should we just I feel like just shorten to the point. Right. But I mean, guys, even if you have a high schooler, maybe you're going to have a high schooler, maybe you already had a high schooler at some point, whether this is for you now to save for later or to share with a friend, we definitely would encourage you to still tune in as this has yes. been the intentionality of this time yeah. is to hone in on the stages and what your role and yep. some of the goals are yep. as you raise lifelong interdependent followers of Jesus. That's right. We'll be back with Johnny Montgomery in just a minute. Okay. Welcome right, back, everybody. Back. We have our dear friend, Johnny Montgomery. Thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Yes. Johnny, tell us a little bit about, I mean, we know that you love high school and junior high, so you are an incredible youth pastor with us at our one of our campuses in Irvine. Yes, the Irvine South Campus. Yes. Tell us a little bit about how long you've been on staff and just a little bit about you. Yeah, well, I've been on staff at Saddleback for, it'll be 10 years in February. Ooh, which wow. Is happy 10 years. 2022 will be uh, uh, 10 years. Uh, I've been in this role specifically for about four and a half years now. So, and and no disrespect to any other role I've done. This is the most fun I've had at Saddleback. Uh, <laughs> Winner. Uh, Winner. This is, and I've, it's been the best. Uh, I love Good. being a youth pastor. I love uh, working with junior high and high schoolers, but I definitely tend to lean uh, more into doing high school ministry and enjoy uh, doing high school ministry a lot. Yes. Yes. And tell us, are you married? Married uh, to Margot. Uh, that'll also, it'll be nine years in December. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of big uh, little anniversaries coming up. Not that nine years is big, but it, you know, it's close to 10. You're almost a double uh, digits. And then two kids, Ezra is five years old and Eliza is two years old. Uh, so we have a lot, a uh, lot going on at so home. So you are crossing many of the phases in your yes. own parenting yes. as you yes. minister. I exactly. think you're almost in every one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, a little bit of everything for me. I'm very intimidated by Johnny's wonderful, smoky, sultry <laughs> radio voice he's got going. Is that? Do I have that? Well, it, it, sure, it feels like it in All my right. head. In my headphones, it's it's like I'm listening to. Al Green or somebody. Wow. Yeah, this is this is an audition for the next podcast. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so of course, not thank here. You. We know your replacement I, 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 is Johnny Montgomery. I, I, I think what does it though is the beard brings it out. It does. Oh, you guys. That's what does it is the yeah, beard. I've been told I have a, a face for radio and podcasting. Well, so. I, well, oh. that's, you know. I hide it with my beard. That's there what you, you do. You when you can grow a beard, you can cover up your uh, your face. Before we jump into talking about raising high school kids as parents real quick story i like to take i like to take away too much credit for johnny being one of our youth pastors because hey, take it now he, well it. he said out of all of his roles at the church he likes this one that's because he hasn't always been a youth pastor at our church and okay. several years ago like he was serving in adult ministries at the campus that he's at mm-hmm. and our youth pastor was transitioning out and there was some as is often the case there were some um what do you call it like vacant weeks where we hadn't replaced a youth pastor we didn't know what mm-hmm. we were gonna do mm-hmm. 
And so we'd ask Johnny, hey, can you step up and just be willing to like help hold student ministries together for a month or two while we figure out what's next? And I walked in one day and he was he was on stage and he was teaching and he was amazing. And then it was actually the it was a farewell party Sunday for the youth pastor who was leaving. And it got down to like there's like five minutes left in youth group and they hadn't even had a Bible study. They hadn't gotten to the lesson yet. And Johnny actually came in and goes, hey, what do I do? And I said, well, and I just, just I, you know, I, I kind of, te- I wasn't meaning to test him, but I said, well, just go up there and give a five minute version of the me- of the lesson, which is on the spot. How do you do that? Johnny Montgomery stepped up on the fly and gave the greatest five minute youth ministry talk I'd ever heard. And afterwards, afterwards, I pulled you aside and said, yes. your interview's done. You're hired. Dude, you need to, you need to <laughs> think about being a youth pastor. And that kind of started us off on a journey. Yeah, it started us off. I think I was a little hesitant at first because uh, in the role I was in currently, I hadn't been in it for a long time. And so uh, I think I needed some confirmation that this was for sure where God was leading me. And the more I did it interim, the more I was like, okay, yeah. I just, yeah, that's great. I'm not handing this out to somebody else. Right. Well, we're glad, we're glad you did Testing didn't. the waters with, can you do youth ministry for a month or yeah. the next five years of your life or yeah. more? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and he has since, he has since turned down other more um, prestigious roles in our church because he so loves youth love ministry, it. which is fantastic. <laughs> okay. Let's prestigious. Is there's anything Yeah. There's nothing more prestigious. Yeah. Than let's let's check him out the list of replacing yeah. Pastor Rick. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we, he wouldn't go. He wouldn't bite. He wouldn't bite. Um, anyway. So let's talk about as we're working our way, Johnny, as we're working our way through the stages of parenting, yeah. we've, we've kind of looked at the different roles that parents play. So for instance, in, when your kids are zero to kindergarten, the role is more of a caregiver. When they're in elementary school, grades one to five, the role is more of a cop corrector. Last week we met with, we had Matt Hare, one of our junior high pastors in, in studio. He talked mm-hmm. about the role of a cheerleader yeah. for parents of middle schoolers. And now today we're going to talk to those parents who are raising high school kids and the primary role as they've moved through, like it's kind of this, if we're doing it in a healthy way, there should be some sort of natural progression. It's not yeah. perfect. It's not a hundred percent linear, right? You always have to dip back and be a cheerleader or be a cop and maybe even be a little bit of a caregiver, even in high school. For sure. But, but there are, there are some progressions and we're kind of entering this natural season with high school parents of being a coach. Um, and so talk to us a little bit, talk to parents of high schoolers a little bit about how you have you, you've not raised, you've not raised high schoolers. So you're not. you're not an expert of parenting high schoolers. But you've, you've seen a lot of families of in schoolers. that stage and you've yeah, ministered sure. to hundreds and hundreds of high schoolers. So we're just going to kind of toss it to you and we'll chime in with some color commentary. But talk to parents about what does it mean to be a coach and what are some of the goals that they might have as they coach their high school children? For sure. Well, I th- when I hear the coach, I think the best coaches, whether in life or in sports, they help their players, the the people they're working with as parents, you help your your student uh, become the best version of themselves and push them to be the best version of themselves. Even in sports, I think coaches putting a player in a position, you're still going to figure out their strengths and, and really play on those and help them develop those strengths and become the best version, the best player that they can be. I think as a parent of a high schooler, one of the best things you can do is help them become the best versions, help them figure out what their shape is. What are they passionate about? What, what do they love doing and what are they finding success in and fruit in, and then help them dive fully into that. 
Uh, I also think, you know, high school is the time when the, the, the habits of faith are really going to be cemented in. Uh, and so helping them activate their faith and really take ownership of it and help keep them accountable. I think coaches, they push you. They, they push you to, to work harder. They push you, uh, when you when you make a mistake. They get on you and say, hey, this wasn't good enough. Now it's time to, to actually... It's time to get it right. Uh, not, not in a mean way, but in a loving way to say, hey, you're, you can be better than what you've been. Right. In, in a loving way, push them to become the best version of that. And I think with faith especially, um, helping them with those habits, keeping them accountable to those things, because you're going to take those things uh, into college and into uh, beyond college. Uh, and really hard, I think to work in those habits when you haven't cemented them mm. by the time that you've finished high school. I love that sports analogy for sure, because it's like you said, you're not going to, well, at practice, you're going to work on the weaknesses, right? The basic skills, but you're also then getting them to be their best position, let's say, or be their best version, like you said, but you're also getting them ready for the big game. Yes. Which in life, the big game is every day at some point <laughs> yes every day but at some point you're not going to live in my house right. and we're not going to be caregiving right. for you like I did right. when you were a baby so that's a great reminder of how so how do we like what would be some practical tips as far as like how you could encourage parents because I mean working with their teenagers I'm sure you hear lots of oh I wish my mom wouldn't say this or my dad does this and drives me crazy like what would be some tips of how can you best coach your child in this season because sometimes they want to be that coach who's on the field yelling and screaming and that maybe not working so well. Yeah. I think, you know, as a, as a coach, and I think, like you said, Kurt, it's not like a linear thing where one day you just hand them the keys and then they're done. I think you have to ease them into taking more ownership and, and allowing them to, uh, allowing them to make mistakes, make decisions, and then be there when they do make mistakes and help guide them afterwards. Um, I would say to, you know, help kids with the biggest practical tip I could say, help your kids manage their time. Yeah. Uh, encourage them to own the schedule. I think schedules mm -hmm. and managing the schedule is such an underrated part of being, uh, being in life. And, and as an adult, I feel like I didn't really develop that skill early on, but now I'm, I'm realizing having a good schedule and, and, and you can start this. I think it's, you can start this in high school, you own your schedule, you create your schedule. And what schedules do is they actually provide more freedom because you're not always scrambling for time all over the place. Schedules are going to help give more free time. Schedules are going to help manage all the work they have to do. And they're also going to help them prioritize their mm. faith, which is so important that when you're building out your time, that your, your schedule with, with your relationship with God, with life group, with going, going to church on the weekends, all of that gets to be prioritized. Right. And then you get to really lean into the things you're good at too. The last thing, the practical tip is this. I think the temptation with high school is do as much as you can so you can be successful later. The problem with that is I, I think it drains students to mm. just do everything mm. with this temptation of I have to get in the right college. I have to be successful. Mm. Help them find what they love doing. And, and it's okay if they can't find it right away, by the way. It, not everyone finds it in high school right. what they love to do. But help them figure out what they love doing, what they're passionate about, what they're successful in. Help them lean into those things. And with their relationship with God strong, I think everything's going to fall into place. Yeah. That's so, so good. And you know, when I think of coaching, 
you said preparing for the big game of when mm-hmm. they move out. Totally true. Totally true. Um, I, and I, my mind goes to that. My mind goes to they're living out their life every single day in ways where we're not with them. Mm-hmm. Right now, that's true in middle school as well. But totally. but in high school, it really kicks in. Now they are driving. Mm-hmm. They've got a job. They're dating. They, right. They, I mean, the, right. The, the amount of the 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 amount of time or how big and out of the house. Yep. Time. How much we're focused on where they are every minute is totally different in high school for the most part. Right. But the coach is going, OK, when I'm with you. Right. right. We're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to we're going to talk about how to make wise choices and, and values and all the things. And now you go out and you now live go it. do it. And if I see things getting a little squirrely, we're going to call timeout. We're going to regather and we're going to talk about what's working, what's not working. And if you think about a coach, you know, there's no one way to coach. So, right. so coaching is the goal. How how you coach kind of varies a little bit from the type of child you have. And your in your own personality and too, your own personality. How you're going to do things yep. for sure. Yep. But the the goal of coaching is for them to be able to go out there, and and. This is not the right word, but to perform, right? To 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 mm-hmm. achieve what you hope is a, is accomplished out there. Yeah. And again, our podcast does not does not focus at all on coaching them how to get in the best school, coaching them on how to be better at sports. We, we're all about coaching your at this season of life, coaching your kids in a way that helps them become lifelong, interdependent followers of Jesus who want to make a kingdom contribution, yeah. right? Um, but I think for us, that would be part of the coaching is to your point, you, you, you just scratch the surface, Johnny, that maybe we'll bring you back because I think it's a, a complete podcast, but you scratch mm-hmm. the surface on priorities and, you know, it, maybe we're putting too much pressure too soon and expecting them to have all that stuff figured out about what college and what am I going to be when I grow up and how to all that stuff. We, we, I think we spend so much time coaching that because we've convinced ourselves that's where true success lies right where it just doesn't mm-hmm. um, and I think that would be worth unpacking maybe in another episode because I would love to so talk to us Johnny um, about this as we talk about the the, the roles and goals of parenting in each in each um, stage for for the for the high schooler we have down is one of the goals is that they would activate their faith so we're kind of moving them from seeing their parents faith, to nurturing their faith as parents with middle schoolers to helping them own their faith. Like for the first time, Oh, it's my own faith. It's yeah. not my mom and dad's. I'm a Christian because I believe it. But in high school now it's activating their faith. Talk to us about what that, what that means and, and how can parents of high schoolers ha- help their, their kids activate, put their faith in action. Yeah. I think again, it, it encouraging them to live out the, the great commission, right? To, to go and make disciples, to share their faith with their friends, to uh, bring friends to church, to start serving uh, in, in different ministries. Again, that goes with shape, right? Figuring out what they love to do and encouraging them uh, to, to pursue that at church. Uh, and, and to also have the mindset that everything we do, no matter whether it's at church or at school or at your job, everything we do should be for Jesus. And, uh, and if you have that mindset going into everything, I think that helps us give some perspective of like, oh, I can, when I'm at school and I'm getting good grades, I'm doing my, I'm doing my best. Like that's for Jesus. When I'm hanging out with friends and I'm encouraging them, that's for Jesus. When I'm at my job and I'm doing, doing good there, that's for Jesus too. I think, uh, in all of those things, you're, you're pushing them to live out their faith 
and uh, know that they can do that at church in serving and in every aspect of their life. They can they can do it for Jesus. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and as they activate their faith, I think it's important to remind ourselves, you know, that this is this is our little tool that we help mm-hmm. help parents. We hope it gives them just some some tips and some tricks and some some target to aim for. There's no perfect parenting style. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no formula to get it right. Um, they're out there activating their, it's messy. Yeah. For you know, sure. in high schooler, the same, the same high schooler who gets it right one day gets it wrong the next. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of, of our spiritual development. And that's the challenge of being a coach is we don't get to make every decision for our high schoolers, nor should we. Right. But as a coach, we get to see them in action and decide, okay, Am I going to let how many how many of their own plays am I going to let them call? How many plays am I going to try to call for them, but let the, but let them let them yeah. put it into action? But there's still some safety in in what they're doing. You, right. They're still under your roof. Right. You still have the opportunity to correct them, to help them understand where things could have gone differently when they do make mistakes. And you also get to celebrate the wins when they happen. And hopefully, there's over time a lot more wins and wins and wins, and and, and you get to celebrate and yeah. and enjoy that with them. That's awesome. And, so any, any closing words of wisdom, Johnny, as we wrap up, I would say this, you look like a coach right now. You got, head, you got, you got headphones <laughs> on head, making plays. Like yeah, we're yeah. calling, calling plays. Um, no, I, I, again, I just think just if you have the mindset of just helping, helping your high schooler become who God created them to be with that in your, in your mindset. And, and I think, you know what that looks like when they're enjoying what they're doing, when they feel fulfilled because they want that sense of purpose. They want to feel like they're making a difference, especially this generation wants to make, they want to make a difference. Um, I think when their relationship with Jesus is strong and they're pursuing the things that they love, I think everything's falls into place. And sometimes, sometimes who God wants them to be, is really closely aligned with who you want them to be. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's not, not right? Mm-hmm. And and the parent who is wise is a parent who the, 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 the raise a child in the way that they should go, mm-hmm. and when they're old, they won't depart from it. Raise a child in the way that they should go, not mm-hmm. the way that you think you want them to go. The way that they should go is both the morality side and it's also the how has God wired and shaped them. Yeah, The way God has wired and shaped them, what they're interested in, what they're passionate about, that's the way they should go. And sometimes it's not what we parents dreamed for or imagined how our kids would be wired or the way that they should go. And the Lord says, when they're old, they won't depart from it. They'll stay true. They'll stay yeah. true to who God's created them to be if we as parents can trust that and 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 coach them forward in that. So Johnny, thank you, man. Yes. Great, thank you for great having advice. Yeah. Thank you for Definitely having me. Definitely have him here. back. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can visit us at SaddlebackParents.com. All kinds of resources there to help you win as a parent. Pass this along to somebody you know who's raising a high schooler, and we will see you next week.